everyone. Welcome to Main Street UCI, the podcast that talks about all things Disney. I'm Jennifer. I am Zen. And I'm Emily. Today we are hopping aboard our imaginary superstar limo and we're talking about some of our favorite Disney actors. Um, <clears throat> there are a surprising number of actors who have gotten their start working for Disney, sometimes on their sitcoms, their movies, sometimes working at the parks, and then there are some have really become synonymous with Disney productions. So let's talk about actors who are connected to Disney, um, who are some of your, and talk about some of our favorites. You know, one of the people I don't know if anyone knows about is, um, I originally had three, but I'm going to go with another one because I forgot about they could work at the park. <laughs> Did you know Steve Martin was oh. an employee of Disneyland? I yes. did not. It, was that both that did not or both a yes knew it? No, I, I've known it. He's he's okay. talked about it. I think even in, um, like, you know how they had that Disneyland story presentation? I, they yeah, may still have it. Like, he is actually hosting it and talking about his time at Disney. Yeah, he used to work at um, the Magic Shop. Oh, no way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he used to work at the Magic Shop. And actually, um, I've been watching his master class. Um, he has a, uh, there's something called master classes, and he teaches the art of comedy. And I believe it's in that, but he was talking, I believe it was that where I learned about this, but he learned a lot about his timing from the actors who worked at the Golden Horseshoe, as mm -hmm. I recall. Huh. So, like, a lot about timing and what is comedy and, you know, so he 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 sharpened his uh, his act by being at Disneyland. So I thought that was a really interesting one if if you weren't aware of that. He's so cool. I love That's him. I like so him. Cool. <clears throat> when, did he, ever... when did he work there? Do you remember, do you know, like, what years or how long he worked there? Oh, my God. That had um, to be, like, curious. one of the early employees i think 50s 60s yeah oh wow yeah, yeah. That, make, that makes sense but that's so cool i did not know that at all yeah steve martin let's see yeah so you know it, it's really interesting and he, and he still talks about it and when you know um and i wonder if he learned how to play the banjo there <laughs> <laughs> he rode pirates like a bunch of times and was inspired now <laughs> <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> you know, he's a really talented um, uh, uh, banjo player as well. Yeah, that's so so interesting. I had no idea. Right? Yeah, you don't Google. hear about people playing the banjo yeah. really, and like not like like a well played banjo player. To yeah, you know, apparently, <clears throat> my understanding is not only is he a banjo player, but he is like an exceptional banjo player and i think he has some albums out what? if i'm not mistaken yeah this is so, new to me wow yeah i mean it, it's kind of like funny that people are so multi-talented and to find out wow he's talented at that but he's just so good he's even better at comedy that it overshadows like if he wasn't a comedian he probably could be a great banjo musician <laughs> <laughs> yeah <clears throat> totally so okay. next <laughs> should we go yeah go around the room 
Yeah, uh, sure. Would that make yeah, virtual room me next? Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> okay. Um, I will go with one uh, we probably all know, and that's Justin Timberlake. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. We. He's like probably one of the well most well known Mouseketeers, I guess. Well, I don't know. There's like a couple of them, but I just went with Justin Timberlake because I always forget that he was part of the Mouseketeers. Um, he. My, my, I'm like trying to fact check myself, and my internet decided to stop working. <laughs> um, okay, but he was a Musketeer with like Britney Spears, Ryan Gosling, and there's like a fourth one that I can't remember that kind of like made it big. Um, Wait, Britney Spears, Ryan Gosling, Justin who else Christina we- Aguilera, Christina Aguilera. That's who right, it was. and then. Mm-hmm. Justin Timberlake. So he, after that, became leader of boy band that we all know. Anyway, like, um, so that was cool. We're talking about NSYNC, by the way, not Backstreet Boys. Um, (laughs) 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 uh, But I mean, he's like had such a wild career from Mouseketeers to like his music and then becoming like an actor too. I mean, he's I think I've seen he was in a social network, like one of the oh, no yeah, strings right. attached or the actually... other one. I can't remember. Yeah. So it's like he too, yeah. I feel like his talents are not as crazy cool. Not that it's not crazy cool, but like not banjo playing cool as Steve Martin. <laughs> but he's like definitely been around like he's like won like 30 plus Grammys for his music and then pretty known as like a celebrity now and he started all on Disney. I thought thought that was cool. Very cool. Yeah. Can I tell my boy band story? Yes. (laughs) You have a boy band story? Oh, I think I know. Yeah. Yeah, Did I I tell you this? Okay. So this, this is unrelated to Disney, but I got this brush with fame is, when I was in grad school, um, I went. I was in grad school in Cincinnati, Ohio, and I would hang out there. So that was somewhere between ninety-five and ninety-nine. And one of my friends, um, you know, we would go to the bars together. One particular bar in Ludlow called Arlen's, and he said, "Oh, one of my friends is going to be com- coming by tonight." And it's like, "Oh, who?" And it's like, "Oh, he's a um, his name is Justin." And it's like, "Okay." Um, what what kind of band is he in? And he's like, well, it's kind of like a in sync, that kind of like a boy band kind of sound, and like it kind of has a Motown sound. And like, oh, that's interesting. He says, and I believe he even says like they're the first white band to be um, signed by Motown. And I'm like, hmm. what? Huh. What? What are you talking about? And I'm like, so I'm like, okay, it's like you know, this is all great and all. But the thing is, the reality of someone making it big from, you know, being a, you know, in a band from from Cincinnati, Ohio, is very, very little. And it turned out to be Justin from 98 Degrees. Oh, yeah. The band. band. <laughs> huh. Okay. They were a boy band that was in the same time period, you know, as <laughs> the NSYNCs and everything. Yeah. They and, sang but, True to Your Heart at the end of Yes. Mulan. Yes. Yeah. And and they ended up breaking up, and then they all became producers. Um, so I mean, they only had like a short 
four or five year career maybe, but they all became well-known producers, but it was just kind of like, Oh, so now I had to eat crow. It's <laughs> like, you know, they all made it and, you know, and it was just like, you know, he was a super nice guy. You know, I would, you know, we would have a beer and, you know, it's just like, Oh, there's Justin, you know, I didn't know him well, but it was like, huh. You're on a first name basis with him. You don't have to say his first and last name. Yeah. I, I don't even know his last name. It's just, you know, it's just, it's Justin from the bar. So nice. I thought you were okay. going to talk about the, um, the one Halloween, I guess, when you guys made your own boy band for. Oh, oh no, 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 no. That's, that's, that's another story for another day. <laughs> um, one last thing I wanted to add with Justin Timberlake is, like he went from Mouseketeers and the Mickey Mouse Club, and then obviously he's gone on to music and movies. But he did come back to Disney Channel um, in Model Behavior. If you remember that Disney Channel movie, he played like the. He was like, oh my gosh, he was like a model, a model that he was like the main character model. So he did come back and do some Disney after oh, yeah, the Mickey Mouse I Club. I remember that. Yes. Just wanted to add that in. It's like <coughs> nice. 2000, I think it came out. So, yeah, it's nice when they come back and reprise some roles. Totally. Like <laughs> okay, so all of mine are going to be older actors, but I think some of them may be kind of surprising. So, um, the first one, one of my absolute favorite Disney actors is uh, Bobby Driscoll. And he was actually one of the first two actors that Walt Disney placed under contract. It was him and an actress named Luana Patton. And they were in a whole bunch of like all the really, really early Disney live action movies. Unfortunately, also Song of the South. But he also did um, So Dear to My Heart, Treasure Island. And he is best known for being the voice of Peter Pan. Oh. Yes. So, and I mean, really like... His voice is so iconic when you think of Peter Pan that I think when they did the the sequels and even like, um, you know, some of the updates to the actual ride at the Disney parks, they really needed to make sure that it had that same quality. So, um, yeah, he was an amazing, really, really like bright, talented young actor. And I guess like, you know, he was really easy to work with and he could memorize lines like super, super quickly. He was just like always sweet and nice and and caring to work with. And um, unfortunately, as he got older, he kind of developed like really, really bad acne. So he no longer was getting very many roles and and things like that. And he actually kind of had a very tragic end, but um, yeah. So not one of the, the happier Disney stories, but you know, like, I, I think part of his, like, lasting legacy is just, like, you know, when you watch Peter Pan, like, that is his voice. Like, you can't mm-hmm. have anyone else kind of fill those shoes. And I think that's part of kind of what makes a lot of little girls fall in love with Peter Pan is just, like, you know, he's a dashing character, but he also has a really, really great voice, too. So huh. Voice actors yeah. are so talented, and it's so bizarre how iconic their voices are but Mm -hmm. then you either hear like they're you don't know their name necessarily you just know like their character's name or if you saw them on the streets it would you wouldn't even like know that is until maybe you heard them talk that's such an interesting career to me yeah i mean and it's it's funny because um they're kind of like the 
unknown celebrities. Mm-hmm. That you know, it's, it's funny, like lots of times you see, I, I go to conventions all the time and you see these voice actors and they do have fans. So the thing is, there's a lot of fans who actually will go seek them out and they'll go to the panel. And when they walk up, you know, you hear everyone just, ah, and then mm-hmm, right? for me, it's just like, uh, and then you hear them talk. It's like, Oh, it's, it's, you know, it's you, you know, yeah. you, you know, <laughs> and, and it's just, it's just so funny. I mean, it's just kind of like, you know, uh, I, I really didn't know Josh Gad very well in mm-hmm. his acting mm-hmm. roles. But like when now, whenever I hear him talk, it's like, hey, it's Olaf. Yeah. Right? Except for, yes. except for Artemis Fowl. So anyways, <laughs> if you've seen Artemis Fowl. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's it. I think if Bobby Driscoll had lived today, I think he could have really easily transitioned into the role of a voice actor. And like, I mean, cause he had such a good voice that not only he was also, um, have you guys ever seen the really, really old cartoons that have like Goofy and his son, but it's mm-hmm. not really like Max. It's like, I think he's called like junior or something like that. That's also his voice. So oh. I mean, he did a lot of really cool stuff. So it's, it's really sad what happened to him, but man, I think if he lived today, he could have done more voice acting. So yeah. All right. So- I'm going to go with Kurt Russell. Ah, Kurt Russell. <laughs> and, and, and Kurt Russell did so many films um, for Disney. And, and I can't, I can't even, um, oh God. I mean, he was, um, he was in um, Sky High. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact that that was was, our first example. (laughs) Yeah, but when he was younger, he did a lot of the movies as well. And all of a sudden, I'm just blanking on all the movies. Help me out here, Jennifer. I think like the computer wore tennis shoes was one. Um, I always remember him from there. There's like an old Disney special where they actually, I think it's called like Disney After Dark or something. But he actually kind of narrates as they go behind the scenes of Haunted Mansion and how. Like all the audio and electronics <clears throat> work, so I yeah. think that's him. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's him. he yeah. Was like the computer wore tennis shoes. He actually was signed on a 10 year contract with Disney in the 1960s. Mm, wow. So, um, and and so like if you if you go to um if you go on the uh, Disney Plus, you'll see if just put in Kurt Russell as a, um, as a tag, you'll see all these movies with a young Kurt Russell in them and, you know, like a cute little young Kurt Russell, you know, it's, it's, it's really interesting to see him. And then of course, you know, anyways, but he's also become an A-lister in his own right, you know, with all those other films and they're all really different, right? So they're Mm -hmm. everything from, you know, it's Stargate to Tombstone, you know, so like Stargate, he's in the future and to- alternate future. And, and Tombstone is he's he's a cowboy or Tango and Cash where he's playing an action hero or Miracle if David yeah. was here. Right? I know. Yes, I was thinking that <laughs> too. He's probably listening like Miracle, yeah. Miracle. <laughs> miracle, exactly. You know, and, and um, I, he, so it's just he's had such an incredibly wide, varied role. Um, that we forget that a good part of his start came from the Dis- from Disney. So mm-hmm. that is true. He's like, I love. I just love the fact that Sky High was our first example of him. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, it's, I mean, that. that's a great movie. So you still haven't seen it, man. I know. Oh. I need to. I need to just sit down, watch my list. 
I yeah. just love Sky High. It's just, I mean, he's not a main ca- character, but he's a he's, he's a supporting character as a father. Yeah. And it's just he's he's still he's a lot like um, Tim Allen in the Tool Tool Guy Tool Time show. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. you know, he, he's kind of that kind of dad, you know. So, but in, being a superhero and all, so he's supposed to be their version of Captain America. Yeah. So, oh, nice. Yeah. So, That's- anyways, <laughs> okay, uh, I will go next with. Shia LaBeouf, ah, yes. who I loved growing up. Um, he, I mean, not that I don't love him anymore, but he's he a little controversial, a little kind of crazy Just out there. <laughs> no, I cannot, <laughs> can't think of anything but that. <laughs> I know. But so he started out with Even Stevens on Disney Channel back in 2000. And that ran, I think, three years. Um, and then he kind of became like, he was like a Disney channel kid, you know? Um, and he turned next, I think, and created holes, which I love. I love holes. Like that's the, movie the first so film much. I ever seen him in was holes. Yeah. Oh. I think that might've been his first re- like real big film. Role. Yeah. Big role besides like obviously the sitcom. Um, but I just loved his character in holes so much. And then he kind of after that, not too familiar with any of his work between holes until like transformers, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't really know what he did between them, uh, but he was, didn't he do like an Indiana Jones? Yeah, he, he, I think he was supposed to be like the renewed, like Harrison that, Ford. That, that's why you oh. don't remember him is because you've blocked it out of your mind. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yes. Did not uh, exist. Oh, that was, hard to watch <laughs> he did lots of he did you know supporting roles actually he was there's a film called constantine mm. with keanu reeves and they're gonna try to reboot it with keanu keanu, keanu reeves <laughs> like a second film and he like plays keanu reeves sidekick as a uh as a his driver oh. you know <laughs> and and so that was somewhere in between holes and um, he, I think he was in a few things like iRobot and stuff like that. Yeah. Not, not too many things. Not too many things. Right. So, <clears throat> yeah. So he was, he like, they tried to do that fourth Indiana Jones where he was like, I think Harrison Ford's son or nephew or something like that. And that just. Illegitimate <laughs> son or something. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. I Williams. Think, yeah. Cause they brought back one. I forgot which woman they brought back one of. Marion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. They brought back Marion. And that was, yeah, that, that was his son. There we go. Okay. Yeah. So, but then moving past that, um, he was also an eagle eye, which I don't know if that movie did very, I like randomly saw it on like the TV way back when. And it's basically about like the government watching you through, <laughs> I don't know, technology. And he was like the guy who tries to like, figure out the source or something like that. I don't know how well it did, but it was entertaining to watch. Um, And then he did like a bunch of, not a bunch, but I think it was like three Transformers until he was not in Transformers anymore. And then he was taken over by Mark Wahlberg. And then after that, I don't really know what he did. I guess it was like, I know he like recently-ish did some sort of like autobiographical semi-autobiographical like 
version of the, his childhood. I don't know if that's out oh. or the ones I know were like it was. There was a controversial movie called like Nymphomaniac. Ooh, hmm. I vaguely then, remember that. Yeah, and it was controversial because it was. Anyways, <laughs> um, just the title speaks for itself. Yes. And then um, I he also did he Borg versus McEnroe. Oh, hmm. I haven't heard of that one. Yeah. So, Bor- if you're not familiar with Borg versus McEnroe, I think it was in the 80s. There was a huge rivalry between two tennis players. And one oh. was Borg, I forget his first name, and then, of course, John McEnroe, um, which you still see around I believe he still does a lot of commentary for tennis. And McEnroe was just, he just was mercurial in his temper. Um, He would like, you know, like, this is the time where tennis was still kind of proper tennis and McEnroe would just run up to the, um, to the referee and just start yelling at them mercilessly, throwing his like, throwing his like, uh, you know, his tennis racket. And, and so it it was very interesting, but this rivalry between Borg and McEnroe for to be the best was very, very well known. And Borg was like, I think he's Scandinavian of sort, sort was hmm. almost kind of very opposite of him. So um, I, I heard it was a really good film. It oh. was more like an indie film, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like a lot of the things Shia LaBeouf's been in or like has taken part in is more indie, less mainstream. Yeah. yeah so. He's still a cool guy though. I mean, like, I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I still, he's a good actor. I do enjoy his work, but mm-hmm. I haven't watched any of his indie stuff. It's mainly holes made me fall in love with him. And then that was pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Nice. Oh, did, I still have to see that one too. I need to make a list and I need to just sit down and like, <laughs> we're going to have to get all the rides that you need to get on. No, like, make me a list. Yeah, I mean, like Guardians. You must ride these. You must. Did, uh, Guardians, though. <laughs> did you make it to like Turtle Talk? Or was I that David that didn't make it to Turtle Talk? I think maybe David, because I'm pretty sure I've seen Turtle Talk. I can't remember. With Crush. And, anyways, we're, we're going to make a list. And then, like, as you check them off one by one, we'll see, like, <laughs> we'll have to get reviews from you. Yes. Yeah. That was fun. <laughs> Jennifer's reviews. <laughs> Jennifer's reviews. I like it. All right, so my next one is Haley Mills. Have you guys heard of Haley Mills before? Not familiar with Haley Mills. No? Okay, I so don't think I have. She's, like, kind of an older actress. Like, I think most of her movies were in the 60s, I want to say. So she started off as the lead in Pollyanna. And then she was actually the actress who played uh, the twins in The Parent Trap. So she played Sharon and Susan, and they did, like, the cool split screen type of stuff. So she's the original Lindsay Lohan, basically. Whoa. <laughs> so she was in that. Then she was in a movie called the search of the search of the castaways, summer magic, which is really, really good moon spinners, which I haven't seen search of the castaways or moon spinners, but then she was also in that darn cat. And that's also one that got redone, I think in the nineties. And I think it had Christina Ricci in it, but, um, yeah, a lot of her 60s movies, she kind of tended to play almost like the same type of character, very like precocious, very like, you know, her imagination kind of runs away with her sort of thing, but she still like she plays those characters really really well, so it's like, eh, they ain't broke. 
don't fix it. It's fine. But then later on, she actually came back to Disney and she was in a bunch of Parent Trap movies that were kind of like made for TV. So there was Parent Trap 2, Parent Trap 3, Parent Trap Hawaiian Honeymoon. Um, And then she was also in a show called Good Morning Miss Bliss, which got canceled, but it eventually got retooled into Saved by the Bell. Oh, huh. So she's done a lot of different Disney stuff over the years. And she's a Disney legend. Oh. I guess in 1998, she became a legend. Remind me what a legend is in the Disney legend definition. (laughs) I don't know what that is. So I know for sure, like. Don't they they officially award them, right? Yeah, they get like an award ceremony. Usually now it's like a D23, I think, like the Mm, first day of D23. And then they get like. It's almost like the the Grauman's Chinese it, Theater, like they get their hands in a plaque or something. It, it's yeah. almost like a um, Hall of Fame kind of thing. Yeah, sponsored by Disney. Got so it. A, a Disney, um, you know, just like a Hall of Fame for baseball or football or whatever. Disney has their own award show, and they have their own awards where they award um, notable um, Disney. Um, entertainers, because I wouldn't just say it's actors, not even just entertainers, because they award it to like um, people who like Imagineers as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Like there was there a person who worked on Phantasmic, I think, that recently got. I mean, it? it's 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 a little bit of free. It's a little bit of everything. Yeah, you know. So and then like and then so a lot of them are. Um, yeah, like for example, some of them are more contemporary, like. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. recently got uh-huh. an award. Um, mm-hmm. And then in the past, you know, they have, I mean, some of them are in animation. Some mm-hmm. uh, there's some of them are Imagineering um, all over the place. So. All right. Good to so, know. And some of them you recognize, some of them you don't. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that's the one thing is I think the categories are a little bit inconsistent. Mm-hmm. From what I recall, because some years they have an Imagineer and some of them don't. Like Tony Baxter won an award. Um, um, who who is a, a, a who is who is was an Imagineer? Mm-hmm. Got it. So he did Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yay! Okay. <laughs> I know. Oh, I miss it. Uh, yeah. okay. <laughs> Star Wars, Splash Mountain, Indiana Jones, Journey into the Imagination, all yeah. him. Yeah. So great. He and, is a legend. <laughs> yeah, and he is, a, and he's a, um, a California native too. So. Yeah. He started at the park. I think I forget if he like what his job was in the parks, but he actually worked at Disneyland and then became an Imagineer. He was a, uh, oh, I know this. Was he, I feel like he was. Served not, ice cream. Was that, okay, I was like, I know it's something on Main wow. Street, but I can't think of what. <laughs> yeah. You know, actually, I had a friend who was a, um, a Imagineer for many years. Mm-hmm. And um, it's very interesting because, you know, most of the, th- like, when you hear Imagineer, it's just like all these legendary Imagineers, you know, but there's a lot of kind of unknown worker bee Imagineers who help with the process. You know, they may not be, they may add a little bit to it, but they're also part of the process of, okay, now that we got this idea, how do we get this done? Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of those people who, I mean, there's a lot of people working in those, um, in those roles. So yeah. Unsung heroes. So. All right. That's, Awesome. Well-deserved for sure. But we definitely 
detoured a long, a long way from <laughs> where we're supposed to be. Um, well, who's, who's, what was the last thing we just talked about? It was a Haley Mills. Haley Mills. Okay. I think Zen, are you up then? Yeah, I have one last one. Yeah. Um, this once again being Zen, I'm breaking the rules again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I found um, I, I this was a rumor, um, but it came out a couple years ago about someone that lots of people lots of people may know or may not know, but seems like a very unlikely Disney person, and it is Courtney Love. Um, the, Whoa. The, <laughs> okay. And if you know who Courtney Love is, she married Kurt Cobain of Nirvana. And um, she is also uh, the um, lead singer and musician of Hole, uh, another punk rock band, and um, always constantly in trouble with drugs and all those types of things. She's always seems to be like a hot mess. I don't know. Hopefully she's better now, but apparently she almost got a job at Disney being on the Mickey mouse club. Oh my gosh. How it's kind of like, it, it's the equivalent of like Keith Richards was a Mickey mouse. <laughs> you know I mean? So, so anyways, I thought that was a very interesting um, side note that she, Courtney Love tells that um, she she um, and it's, I forget she lost her position, but I think it felt like I had heard it was like Britney Spears or something like that. But ah, uh, man, wow! Well, she dodged choice. that bullet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, okay. I'll follow up with also someone who's had a lot of trouble with drugs and the like, and that is Lindsay Lohan. Oh no! Oh yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. she started out like amazing child actor. First film was the remake of The Parent Trap, where she does like the whole double twin thing, or just twin thing. I don't know if that's double. Um, but she, yeah, she was so, so she, cute too. She was so cute. I love that. Adorable. I just, oh, I yeah. just rewatched it like two weeks ago or something, and it was amazing. Like I forgot how much. I knew all the lines. Like I didn't realize I watched it that many times yet. Uh, yeah. So that's how Lindsay Lohan got her start with Disney. And then she'd made freaky Friday uh, oh, with yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yep. Super cool. And then she went on to make um, what's it called? Mean girls. Iconic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what she else? was in Herbie. She wasn't that with oh, that's Herbie. Right. She was Herbie yes. Reloaded, one of my yes. favorite films. I actually haven't seen that yet, and I know she's in it because I've seen so many of like the trailers and the commercials when it was originally coming out, but I haven't seen the movie. But I've heard Zen, you talk about it so like you talk it up so much. Right? <laughs> you know what? It's just you know what? Okay, is it a great movie? I don't know if it's a great movie, but it's just one of those wonderful when you want to watch. You know, sometimes I just want to watch a film that makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And this is one of those things. It's like if you're feeling a little bit down, it's just like, oh my god. You know, she finds. You know, anyways, it's just like it's <laughs> it's it's just so it's just pl- a pl- very pleasant watch. Yeah. Is it deep? No. Is it a great, fun, pleasant watch? Yes. You need so. a Herbie popcorn bucket. Oh. Don't, <laughs> That's don't like the me. ultimate. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, she also, I don't know if I knew this or if I forgot about it, but she also was like, re- she released at least two albums. I don't know how yeah. well they did, but she did oh, yeah. go in the music like track as a lot of Disney 
child actors do. Um, what else? She kind of, that's, I feel like once she, after her be fully loaded, maybe probably like that's kind of when she fell off the tracks a little bit and mm. got into Kirby little... Reloaded is actually her highest grossing film. Really? What? Really? That's her highest grossing film. More than and Mean Girls? Or like, yeah. yeah. What? Yeah, I believe her. I almost certain that's what I had remembered. That was her highest grossing film. And then after that, it was just like all downhill from there. Wow. Oof. All right. Yeah. So she, I don't know. I feel like she's been better as like lately because I haven't heard any like bad news about her. But she definitely has been struggling in the last like probably ten years with like in and out of rehab, just like scandals one after another. She had like a docu series come out about her life. I think I don't know if it was specifically like growing up or just like her rehab experience, but that came out like 2013, 2014-ish, I think. Um, I don't really know what she's doing now, but still love her original, you know, what she, Mean Girls was iconic. Still love Parent Trap, as you've heard us talk about. Um, but yeah. Mean Girls, yes. 129 million. Herbie Reloaded, 144 million. Whoa. Wow. That's so weird. Definitely wouldn't Maybe, expect that. Because maybe they got part of the boy. Because <laughs> there's a car in it. Um, <laughs> crowd in that. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. You know, in the film, that film, it has like Jeff Gordon, who's a, a NASCAR oh, driver, yeah. and Tony oh, Stewart, and Dale Einhard, Dale Earnhardt, and there's so there's a lot of people in there. Um, so it's just like, wait, just, Michael Keaton's in this film? Oh my god! So you know, so it's Justin Long. Oh, remember I him? Oh, I love oh Justin Long. What the heck happened to that guy? Oh, I miss no. Justin. I love him. I miss Justin. He's <laughs> he's the Mac. Yes. He's the Mac hoodie guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> so awesome. Anywho. okay so my last one is once again an older one because i don't know i just i really i think i grew up watching so much of the i forget what it was called like disney disney at night or something disney after dark i forget but like all of those old shows because i could never fall asleep so i kind of watched those and eventually fell asleep i guess so my last one is guy williams who is better known to disney fans as zorro and um that was really kind of the only thing that he ever did for disney but um like basically a show that went from being like maybe four half hour episodes or or I don't even know if it was for, it was like, like just like a very limited run sort of thing became so beloved that they went on to produce 78 episodes, which was like two seasons worth. They had two movies. And um, even I think like for the opening day of Disneyland, Zorro was right there along with Davy Crockett and all the other like frontier land favorites. Wow. So yeah. And I just like, and the way that he played Zoro was just so, so good. Like, you know, he'd be like fighting all these different people. And like, he actually took fencing lessons with, um, I think like the same coaches that taught some of the famous older actors that had fenced like Errol Fr- Flynn and, you know, people like that. So he was actually like doing the legit like fencing moves 
And um, he's just like smiling as he's fighting all these bad guys and just like, whatever, this is so easy. Like, and I think that's part of what really made me love watching Zoro as a kid was just like the effortless, like almost like taunting, like, haha, I'm going to defeat you regardless of what you think, but go ahead and try <laughs> like that kind of thing. So, Yeah. So what was he f- otherwise famous for? <laughs> otherwise, um, probably the other thing that he's most famous for is the original. Um, oh, my gosh. Now I'm blanking on what that show was called. Lost uh, in Space. Lost in Space. Thank you. He was the dad in Lost yes. in Space. Oh my God. <laughs> he didn't have a so he didn't look like. Oh, he's that's awesome. right. <laughs> He's a dad in Lost in Space. That's yeah. actually where I know him from, not necessarily the Zorro series. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was in that. He was in Bonanza, I think, for a little while. Mm-hmm. I wonder which yeah. one. I think only a couple episodes, or maybe only oh, okay. one. But yeah. But yeah, I know Lost in Space is like what everyone knows him from, but he's just so cool, Zorro, man. <laughs> Bring totally. back the Zorro show on Disney Plus. Yeah. Disney, thank you. Yes. Thank you in advance. Please and thank you. <laughs> okay. Wow. We covered a lot. I feel like especially with Jennifer's three like older actors and then mine and Zen's like more contemporary and also Zen's Courtney Love. I feel like we covered a lot of bases. <laughs> <laughs> all over the all yeah. over the all over the map. Disney history. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we're gonna take a quick break and then we've got some Disney Park news. They're called goals for a reason. There's something to strive for. They require attention, and they need sweat and hard work to achieve. Do you have a career goal? At UCI Division of Continuing Education, we're here to help. With over 60 certificate programs available, we've helped over a quarter million students reach their goals, and we can help you reach yours too. Start today at ce.uci.edu. That's ce.uci.edu. And welcome back, everyone. Just in case you missed it, Disney has announced plans to reopen Downtown Disney on July 9th and Disneyland and Disney's California Adventure on July 17th. At the time of this recording, those plans have not been approved yet, and there are already petitions circling asking Disney not to open right now. Yes. So if the parks do reopen on the 17th, which just so happens to be Disneyland's 65th birthday, super convenient. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Gee, was that planned? I know. (laughs) I didn't even realize. So if that does happen, attending the parks is going to be completely different from what everyone is used to. So whether you're a current pass holder or you have unused tickets, you'll need to get a reservation to visit Disneyland or DCA. And so far, it sounds like you're only able to visit one park that day. You can't do any park hoppers or anything like that. You'll also need to, I know, see, like, it, they're they're going to be taking, if they do open, they're going to be taking as many steps as possible to, like, limit people spreading too much, I guess, you know, and, and make sure that they keep the number of people down. Um, and they're also <clears throat> going to make sure that your temperature is taken and you have to wear a mask the entire time you are at the park. I mean, if you're eating, that's one thing. But otherwise, if you are walking around, if you're in a store, whatever, you have to wear a mask. It is now California law as well. So you got to do it yeah. and you got to do it properly over your nose, over your mouth. It's not a necklace. 
Yeah. No, <laughs> it's not a mask necklace. I, I wear <laughs> mine as a bandana around my neck, and mm-hmm. no. <laughs> <laughs> it's fashionable, but no. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. also, right now, we're it's a little bit unclear which rides are going to be open. So, mm-hmm. um, but the parades, uh, uh, but um, but parades and shows, basically anything that might involve people getting. Uh, people being closely grouped together will not be available. I think parades and shows, they said no, right? Yeah. That was a no. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and uh, there will likely be markers to help everyone remain physically distant from each other while waiting in line. I don't know if you've ever seen them at the grocery store. They have like little white lines that are like six feet apart. Yeah. And then, um, so what do you guys think (sighs) about this? Ah. (laughs) <laughs> I feel like, man, I think it's too early. It's too soon. Yeah. I feel like, I, I tell you what, you know what? How about this? What they should do is they should um, do public shamings. And then <laughs> oh what they're going to do is, is but they're not going to call out anybody, right? So what they're going to do is they're going to open for three days and they're going to shut down for a week. And they're going to say, we are unable to control the guests, and therefore we're shutting down. Mm-hmm. And then after a week, they reopen. It's like, it's like under, you know, guidance, like, but if, you know, people da, 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 and then reopen it up to show everyone they mean business. Yeah. Okay. That could be. I mean, honestly, I hope they do have, I don't know, like security or, or someone walking around. And if anyone's like, you know, wearing strict. it like a necklace, yeah. like. Put it on, you know? No, totally. I hope it's strict because I was just at the grocery store yesterday and there was, this is not Disney related, but um, obviously we're supposed to, in California, we're now mandated to wear masks in public areas um, again. And there was this family that quote unquote forgot their mask and the person at the door just like let them in. Oh no. And I couldn't, I was just like, I don't want to go inside anymore. Oh um, yeah. yeah. So I feel like I hope that they're strict. Like I hope whatever precautions they are taking, like the temperature, the, you know, six feet apart yeah. in line. Like I hope people follow them because I hope that they understand why they're in place. Um, but I hope that the cast members are like, not just like letting anything go by. Well, I hope the cast members stay safe too. Yeah, no, that's the thing that's really scary. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, look, none of us like wearing a mask. It's not the most comfortable thing in the world. It's not the most fashionable thing in the world. But right now, it's the only thing that we know actually works in slowing the spread, if not preventing it. In some cases, you know, like staying at home slows it more. Right. I know. Like if if you want to really help, just stay put. But yeah. yeah. But I mean, if you want to make it more fashionable, I'm sure I I'm sure there's like Disney masks available. Actually, if if you go look online, if you go to the Disney store, they have Disney masks available. I think there's on pre-order and they're they're all character and they're all character prints. That's Mm -hmm. cute. Yeah, That'd be they're fun. really, re- and they're actually extremely reasonable. I mean, the most reasonably priced thing I've ever seen from Disney. Wow. So, <laughs> I mean, it, I think one of the things is they want to encourage people to wear masks. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in the way you encourage people to wear masks, don't make them too expensive. So, yeah. make them fun, make them comfortable. You know, I think my mom pre ordered some of them actually. So, I'm waiting to see how hers look. 
and see if I want to order some from there too. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted Wars? to get some. Ooh. Yeah, I, I, but it's just like I couldn't wait, so I just got some other ones. But <laughs> mm-hmm. That's why I know about them. Got it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think I feel like I saw some like Lilo and St- there was lots of Disney. Yeah, I know I've seen they have like so each like set comes with four different designs, and I know there's like a princess one, there's Star Wars, there's Star Wars, yeah. Oh, so they come in a set. It's not like a one off, like one piece. Right. No, they're like that's the four for twenty dollars. That's really. I mean, coming from Disney, that's pretty solid. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, (laughs) you know, uh, so like if you buy four, they're five bucks a mask. Where can you get? You know, you almost can't get that type of pricing. Some of the ones I thought were really funny are uh, the some of the masks have like imprints of characters' noses. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you put them on, and it's like all of a sudden you're you got Mickey on your you so like cute. you got a Mickey and nose. Then if or, you uh, like wear the Mickey ears, then you got your whole like yeah. outfit. Yeah, out. <laughs> yeah. like a, a stitch nose or a Winnie the Pooh nose, that type of thing. So mm-hmm. I like yeah. it. Good job, Disney, for making yes. them fun. <laughs> so, all right. Well, that does it for this episode of Main Street UCI. Thank you for listening, and be sure to check out our previous episodes at ce.uci.edu slash podcast. And you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Main Street UCI. Don't forget to send us your questions and requests. We love to hear from you. And once again, thanks to our sponsor, the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education. Find their career boosting courses at ce.uci.edu. Once again, ce.uci.edu. And with that, we're going to see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.